all my life, I've always wanted to help people. Fast forward 40 plus years on this planet and I'm running the holistic clinic of my dreams. I founded the supplement company of my dreams and I'm stepping into each day like it's a dream. Now, I get to help even more people through this podcast and I want you to have the tools to feel your best, to optimize, to figure out what's going wrong and how to course correct. I believe in you so much. Knowledge is power, and we're going to transform your life together. School of Doza is in session. Hello, my dear friends. I hope that you're having a fantastic week. It's officially fall, which means the seasons are changing, and that is when people usually start to get sick. Today, we are going to talk about what to do if you are getting sick more than twice a year, because that really should not be happening to you. I wanted to let you know that we launched the Nurse Doza Instagram this past week, And if you're on that and love getting health tips here and there, and you want to hear what's up and going on in Austin with us, be sure to follow. And of course, if you prefer watching the podcast, search Nurse Doza on on YouTube. Let's get into episodes so you can go into fall with all this new knowledge in your health arsenal. Class is in session. Now, I'm excited about this podcast because if you're thinking about getting sick more often than not, there's something going on with your immune system. And most people who have a weakened immune system don't realize this. They tend to think, you know, I don't get sick, and then they get sick, and then it's too late, right? You, and a lot of times you're, re- you're worn down, you have low energy, you're congested, this, you know, the seasons change, and everyone's indoors during the winter. So, like, people get sick more often than not. But when you're getting sick all the time, there's something you need to work on. So the first thing you can do if you're getting sick all the time is what I tell people is you can work on your gut. And, and I, I open with this because when you work on your gut, uh, keep in mind your digestive tract is your shield. It is your, it is your force field up against things getting into your body that don't belong there. So when we think about all the digestive issues that people possibly have, we have a lot of digestive issues on our hands because most people have heartburn, they have acid reflux, they have indigestion, they have constipation, they have lots of gas. And, and if you think about digestive issues, it could be at an earlier age than you think, and it could be inflammation, it could be bloating, that when you're a teenager, you're eating fast food, and maybe you're getting away with the idea you're eating fast food because you're young, right? But you continue doing that because, let's be honest, fast food can be a staple in a lot of people's lives. And the culture allows you to eat foods that are very processed, and it causes damage to our digestive tract. And the reason I say that your digestive tract and your immune system go hand in hand is because 80% of our immune cells live in our digestive tract, 80%. So if you think about our immune system, our immune system is our digestive tract. And I've talked before in other videos and, and we talked about digestive tract issues and we've talked about gallbladder issues. We've talked about liver issues. Remember one in four US adults have a fatty liver. And if imagine most people have digestive issues, you know, a lot of people have gas, they have uh, burping, they have acid reflux, right? And, and this will be very minor and compared to a long-term issue. And your immune system in your digestive tract, if 80% of our immune cells are in there, what are they doing? They're essentially protecting us from things we're eating and we're ingesting and we're surrounded with in our environment. Because keep in mind, your digestive tract absorbs all of our food right like and if you absorb your food it absorbs and eventually it gets stored other places of the body and we use it for energy but it has to process through the digestive tract and i'm saying everything we consume everything we eat 
will go through the digestive tract and our body is meant to absorb it and use it for something, right? And then what you don't use, you poop out. And our immune system will be directly affected whenever you're sick. Think about this. Uh, you have diarrhea sometimes when you're sick, right? And you'll just have that. It could be upper respiratory infection. It doesn't have to be a, a, a stomach bug, quote unquote, right? And you think about you're having diarrhea for a reason. You're trying to get some things out of there that don't belong, right? There's something toxic. There's something inflammatory in your body. And your digestive tract knows. It just does that for you. The same way that if you have processed food going into your body and it's causing inflammation and bloating, you have constipation or you have acid reflux or it'll go the wrong way and you'll have the heartburn, right? Because of the acid reflux. And so you think our digestive tract just knows. It just knows how to respond. And we don't think about how much we're doing to our digestive tract whenever we're eating foods that quote unquote make us feel good, right? Like fast food burgers and milkshakes and processed cheese. They're very damaging on the digestive tract. And I would say that they directly cause our immune systems to be compromised. So when you think about a simple thing you could do, especially when it's getting to be fall and winter time, when people are getting sick all the time, don't load up on fast food. Don't load up on processed food. You know, like a lot of people will just start eating a lot of comfort food because the holidays come up. And I'm telling you right now, if you don't want to be sick during the holidays, don't eat junk food. Don't eat a lot of comfort food during the holidays because that's going to tear up your digestive tract. It's going to compromise the 80 percent of our immune system cells that are in there and and you're going to cause a, a compromised immune system to occur which then will lead you to start being uh, more prone to being sick and 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 you think about that like we're talking from a from a pathogenic standpoint bacteria viruses fungus right they all live in what's called our microbiome that's in our digestive tract we have microbiomes throughout our entire body but we have a big one in our digestive tract and allows us to fight off uh, bacteria and, and viruses and things that would cause damage to our body. And if our digestive tract is not strong enough to fight that off or years of antibiotics have wiped out this microbiome or you know processed food has caused damage to the layer underneath the microbiome, which is called uh, the gut lining. That's just a very simple name, but you have an absorption pathway. You have steps, you have layers in the digestive tract and these things are barriers to protect us against things like bacteria infections and viruses and if you have eaten processed foods you've basically caused holes and you've caused inflammatory responses and bacteria that doesn't belong in our body to live in our body now you know like if you have bad bacteria it replaces the good bacteria and and, and think about our digestive tract think about all the years of antibiotics you've used all right now this goes directly to currently where we're at when people take antibiotics at any point in their life, antibiotics will wipe out most bacteria, right? There's very specific forms like gram positive, gram negative, right? Staph is gram positive, streps gram positive. And so you'll take certain antibiotics specific to those types of strains. But what happens is that you also have more stronger, uh, stronger antibiotics that just wipe out majority of bacterial strains just to make sure that you don't develop a, a drug resistance to the antibiotics, right? So what will happen is bacteria is very smart. They want to live. So if you take amoxicillin at a younger age because you've had, you know, upper respiratory infections, you took penicillin, you know, because you had strep. If you took it once, your body should have been able to use that and fight off the, the an infection. And then hopefully in the future, you'd be strong enough and adapt to the idea that you would not get sick again from strep. But what happens with a lot of people is that they'll get strep again and they'll get strep again. 
and they'll get strep again to the point where the amoxicillin or the penicillin doesn't work and what will happen is the doctor will have to take out the tonsils right and you hear about this a lot of women will especially have their tonsils removed because they had strep infections over and over and over again and i would beg the question to ask them what their digestive tract was looking like the entire time they were getting strep over and over and over again because if you think about why you're getting sick over and over again the first thing i would look at is say what's your digestive tract look like and if you say well you know i, I eat decent I know diet can affect it, right? We talked about it. I also say, well, were you sick when you were younger? Did you have a lot of upper respiratory infections? Did you have strep infections all the time? Ear infections as a kid. Oh yeah, I, you know, I took the moxicillin all the time. I took penicillin, didn't work for me after a while. So I took Augmentin, right? We know these terms, right? We know these words. And what happens is you have to build up a stronger uh, tolerance to the idea that you know your, your, your body doesn't want to die from these things. Like the bacteria doesn't want to die from these antibiotics. So you become drug resistant. You took the antibiotic once, you got sick again, you have to take the antibiotic again, and then it's not working as strong as the first time. So then next thing you know, your body says, okay, well, you know, the antibiotic worked at first, but it doesn't work again. And so when you get sick again, you can't get sick that often because remember those antibiotics are only so strong for so, for, for so long. So if you use them up all at first when you're younger, when you're older, those antibiotics won't work again. And what's going to happen is you have to take new antibiotics that are stronger. And I hate to break it to you, there's not a lot of new antibiotics out there. It's been the same antibiotics for years. And we want to save those antibiotics for when we really need them because if you get really sick down the road, you, antibiotics are great. Antibiotics are incredible. They will save your life. However, if you've taken antibiotics from age six all the way to age 13 because you had upper respiratory infections or strep over and over again, it wiped out the good bacteria in your digestive tract because antibiotics kill probiotics. And if you never restore the probiotics in your digestive tract, then guess what? That microbiome, that living environment that's there to protect us and strengthen our immune system is compromised. And a lot of doctors and pediatricians don't tell their patients and their patients' parents to give their kids a probiotic or fermented food, right, after an antibiotic. But what's one of the most common side effects from most antibiotics? Diarrhea, right? We know it's going to affect the digestive tract. And if you think about another thing that's getting us sick all the time, something you can do about the fact that you're getting sick all the time, right? I said, take care of the gut. The second thing you can do if you're getting sick all the time is improve your vitamin D levels. Vitamin D is your immune system, okay? And I, I talked about the gut, you know, 80% of your immune cells are in the gut. Well, guess what? All those cells in the digestive tract have vitamin D receptors. And these vitamin D receptors get activated when you have vitamin D in your body. Well, guess what is the most common nutritional deficiency in the world? Vitamin D. And if you think about how many sick people there are who get sick all the time, and your definition of sick could be not just a cold and flu, I could call it diabetes and dementia and heart disease, right? If we have immune cells in our digestive tract and all the receptors on these immune cells have vitamin D as a receptor, then I'm telling every single person listening to this podcast, the most important supplement you could possibly ever take for your immune system could be vitamin D. And how much vitamin D are you taking at the moment? Vitamin D3 is my preferred form of vitamin D. And if you think about vitamin D levels, let's go into the science. I have studies here that show 
vitamin D levels are positively correlated with upper respiratory infections, which means it says low levels of vitamin D is positively correlated with upper respiratory infections, including the flu. So if you're getting the flu a lot every year, you're getting upper respiratory infections a lot, congestion, right? You're starting to get pneumonia. I directly go to your labs and I say, what is your vitamin D level at? I've seen people in, at 19, I've seen at 14, I've seen at 10, I've seen it at nine. You imagine a person has a vitamin D level of nine. How healthy is this individual? Let's be honest. This person most likely is getting sick all the time. And it doesn't have to be just a pneumonia, an upper respiratory infection. I mean, you know osteoporosis is involved. You know that it's also, uh, there's probably hormones involved, right? Vitamin D is needed for things like neurotransmitter production, hormone production, right? Like if you're not getting vitamin D, you're not going outside, right? Sitting is the new smoking. You see where I'm getting at. And I, I mean, a study here shows seven to 30 minutes of sunlight a day could help you meet a minimal requirement of vitamin D in your body. Minimal. But because you don't want to be minimal and you want to be optimal, right? This is why you listen to the School of Doza podcast. You want to maximize and optimize your vitamin D levels. So this is how you do it. We have a supplement. It's called the D. And you know what? I don't make apologies for having a supplement company because when you look at research like this and you say, yes, if I have vitamin D levels that are optimal, I am less likely to get sick. Then that's just, it's in the research. I mean, so then I say, okay, this is a simple, you know, solution. You take vitamin D. I mean, yes, you can try to eat, get it from your diet, but you and I both know that's very hard. So the, the D that we have as a supplement from MSW Nutrition, there's 5,000 units in it. And there's also, besides having 5,000 units in it, vitamin K2. And let me just explain this quickly why it's like that. So most people don't take enough vitamin D. And the recommendations go as low as 600 units a day, which is too low for most people. I'm telling you right now, you can go up as high as 2,000 to 4,000 a day safely in most people. Most people's vitamin D levels, you need to be around 60 or 70 in your blood work. So if you think about it, there's a long way to go. So if you think about, you know, absorption issues in the gut and so forth, you know, 2,000 to 4,000 is safe. I love 5,000 because guess what? I can take that three, four, five times a week. I don't have to take it every day and my levels go up, but I know my absorption's good in my gut. And if you're not, then guess what? You take it every day and it increases and you have sustainable levels, which is healthy. And then guess what? The, besides 5,000 units, you have vitamin K2, which helps calcium absorb in the bones, right? Which is what you want, right? You want calcium, you want vitamin D, you want all your nutrients to be working synergistically with one another. And that's why it's in there. So just little differences when you look at vitamin D in, in your supplements, right? I want a higher dose. My 5,000 units works for me. And then of course, you know, the vitamin K2, I know that's helping you know, calcium, right? So if you want to go outside, that's probably the most important thing you could do, right? And I'm trying to get outside every day. I'm trying to tell all my clients, I'm trying to tell people go outside more because if you go indoors during the winter time, it makes sense that your vitamin D is going to drop. And guess what happens next? You're around a bunch of people who have germs and they have bugs and bacteria and viruses on them, right? They start coughing and sneezing, right? Especially around the cold and flu season, right? December, how many people are coughing around you at work? How many people are coughing on you at the bus, right? Like, you know, there's, there's all kinds of people who have germs and your vitamin D levels have to be at an optimal level going into the cold and flu season. I, I can tell you right now, if you're getting sick all the time, you need to be taking vitamin D. I don't care if you take it from us, take it from someone, take, take it, right? Because it just gives you a little bit more of an arsenal 
a fighting chance, right? Because then the vitamin D activates these receptors on immune cells in your digestive tract and then they can work their magic. They can go and attack things and help you reduce infections and inflammation and that keeps you from getting sick long-term, right? It just, it's not gonna, a guarantee it's gonna get you not, you're not gonna get sick ever again. No, but what it does is allows you to have tools in your arsenal to fight off and give you, you know, weapons when I'm in encounter bugs. Like, think about it. I, I see people all the time when they're sick. All right, I see people all the time coming into the clinic with because they see us when they're sick, right? They get IVs from us. They need, you know, things because they have a cough or upper respiratory. And so I tell them, I say, take this, take this, but it's acute, right? It's going on right now. I want, I want you to prepare so it doesn't happen, right? When people get IVs from us, we give them things called vitaminities. If, so if you ever come to the Nurse Doza clinic, you'll get a vitaminity, which has things in there to help boost your immune system. We can even give you an injection of vitamin D separately. But when you do this, you give your body a fighting chance. Well, people come in after or during when they're sick. And I say, well, no, why don't you come in before this? You know, if you're going to travel, do this before, right? If you know you're going to be about, around a bunch of people for family events or, you know, get togethers, do this before. So what I will do is I'll load up on my vitamin D as a non-negotiable going into the cold and flu. I mean, I'm telling you right now, like, that's why I think vitamin D is so important. It's simple. It's cheap. And you can take it. And guess what? You get stronger and healthier because you do it. The third thing you can do if you're getting sick all the time, clean your liver. I talk about the liver all the time. The liver is your immune system as well, okay? And you see where I'm going with this. The first thing I said is fix your gut, right? Fix your digestive tract. Well, guess what's part of your digestive system? Your liver. And if one in four US adults have a fatty liver, then I think about the liver is compromised. That means your immune system's compromised. 80% of your immune cells live in the liver. I mean, in the digestive tract, they live in the, the, the intestines. Well, the other percent live in the liver. There's a lot that live in the liver. And let me say that again. 80% of your immune cells live in your intestines. And then the rest, majority of them live in the liver. So if you think about the liver and its response to inflammation, infections, it's vital. And the liver needs all the support it can get in this fight against constant constant infections and i'm telling you this right now it's one thing if you're getting sick all the time that means you have an overload uh maybe of bacteria viruses fungus parasites whatever right and mold right and you have to get it out of your system right you're getting too much of a toxic something and you have to get out of your system so what do you do you poop it out you sweat it out you pee it out you breathe it out that's your detox pathways right your liver your digestive tract is directly involved your liver will filter out blood your liver will filter out the blood that comes from your digestive tract, your intestines. So you imagine if your intestines are a barrier that's absorbing all this bad bacteria, the negative and bad viruses, and it's trying to poop it out of your system, right? Trying to get it out of your system. If it seeps through the cracks, guess where it goes? It goes in your blood. And if it goes in your blood, you have a backup defense, your liver. And your liver is going to clean that blood and hopefully get rid of the bacteria and the bad viruses and the bad parasites and the bad fungus. But if it can't because the liver's fatty and it's backed up and it's calcified or it's becoming a non-alcoholic fatty liver, then the liver stores all that bad bacteria, right? Because the liver has immune cells that will basically clean up and engulf the bacteria and help you get rid of it out of your body. And if you have a fatty liver, which one in four U.S. adults do, you think about the idea that they have two ways that they're compromised in helping their immune system, right? Their digestive tract, which involves the intestines and the liver, the gut liver access, just call it that. 
because keep in mind, I want you to understand that, and this is my new training of thought. I used to think, oh, it's the liver, liver, liver. Well, guess what? In a holistic approach where it's well-rounded and you're looking at all the picture, like the, all the, the dots, right? The liver and the gut go hand in hand because the food's passing through both of them, right? And so you're saying, if there's something going on with the liver, there's something going on with the, the intestinal tract, the liver needs all the help you can get. And so I, I mention supplements all the time. Liver Boost, formerly known as Liver Love, all right, our number one selling supplement. Liver Boost is the recipe to help clean your liver. I cannot make a bigger claim than that. Like if you imagine you took one simple pill to clean out your liver, it's Liver Boost. And Liver Boost, there's 16 things in there. This, I mean, there's turmeric, there's resveratrol, there's NAC, there's alpha lipoic acid, there's quercetin, right? There's methyl B9 for all you methylators out there. All these things help the liver work its magic and clean out and be a strong immune system organ. Think about all that processed food we talked about before. Is that helping or hurting the liver in its defense against pathogens like bad bacteria and bad viruses and bad fungus and parasites? You're getting sick all the time. You need to cut out the processed food and you need to clean out the liver and you need to start repairing the digestive tract. Those supplements are easy ways to do it, right? I mean, that's why I said people want solutions. You have to take supplements and take good ones, right? Like ours are good ones. But then you also have to change your diet, right? Like you have to make the lifestyle changes, right? You can't simply just say, okay, I'm going to keep eating fast food and I'm going to take liver boost and take the D and everything's going to work out. I mean, yeah, that, that you give yourself a good chance, but it's not going to be the only thing. You got to make the changes, right? You got to stop eating junk food. You got to turn off the TV at night, right? And go to bed earlier. You got to get up earlier and get some sunlight, right? We talked about the vitamin D. Yes, you can take vitamin D. You can take the D, right? But also, I want you to go outside. I want you to go outside and lay in the sun for a few minutes and, and feel that solar energy revitalize you. The fourth thing I want you to do if you're getting sick all the time is stress relief. Something to help you relieve all the stress that you're encountering on a daily basis because you and I both know you can't get rid of stress. Stress is constant. Stress is the most constant thing next to taxes and death that you can imagine, right? You cannot get rid of stress, but we can adapt to it better. And when you stay indoors all day behind your computer with fluorescent lights, you're not adapting to stress. You're enabling it. When you're eating processed food, you're enabling stress. When you're up late at night on your phone, you're enabling stress. And if you imagine you're getting sick all the time, it's because you did not adapt to stress, you enabled it. These are options to help you adapt to stress, right? You imagine if people were to listen to this right now, you start taking vitamin D, you start cleaning out your liver, you start repairing your gut. These are solutions to help you have a stronger immune system and the science behind it. The stress part of it directly affects your digestive tract. Your vagal nerve, which innervates your intestinal tract, innervates all of our organs, including the heart, the brain, I mean, the liver, I'm sorry. And it will basically have a sympathetic versus parasympathetic respo uh, response, an on-off switch. Parasympathetic, sympathetic. Sympathetic is flight or fight, which is the on switch for stress. It's just overactivity and it's overexcitation. Calming is parasympathetic. Parasympathetic is very calming on the body. When you're calm, you're in a natural state of health. And guess what your digestive tract does because it's innervated by this nerve? Your digestive tract moves at a constant rate, like a conveyor belt at the grocery store. That's parasympathetic response in your digestive tract. That's health. 
That's what happens in between meals because this cannot happen when you're eating all the time. If you're stressful eating, you're tearing up your digestive tract because you and I both know the choices are different. And what it's doing is it's slowing down your digestive tract. Eating literally puts you in a, par in a sympathetic mode. I'm sorry. Eating puts you in a sympathetic mode to where it slows down your digestive tract and causes disarray. You have to process this food. You have to digest it, right? That's one form of stress. I just want you to realize that stress is stress, right? We can't get rid of it. But I want you to adapt better. If you feel like you need something to help your immune system, take care of your stress and your response to stress because it will lead directly to you being sick. It will lead to things like autoimmune disorders. It will lead to things like shortening of your telomeres. If you know what those are, telomeres directly involved in your DNA, they've shown in longevity that telomeres are direct measurement of how long you will live. And if disease and stress gets the best of you, it directly shortens your telomeres. Stress will cause inflammatory responses that will cause diseases like autoimmune disorders or activation of viral infections. Things, think about shingles, think about Epstein-Barr, right? Just from psychological stress that comes from any form of environmental stimuli. So you're a product of your environment. Keep that in mind. Make sure your environment is, in, is empowering you, not enabling you. The fifth thing you can do if you're getting sick all the time, here we go, this last thing, change your diet. Now, think about your diet right now, and here's the ingredients in your diet currently. Omega-6s, omega-3s, right? There's pesticides in your food right now if you're eating processed foods. There's ingredients like TBHQ, if you ever heard of that, atrazine, monosodium glutamate, high fructose corn syrup, food dyes, yellow five, blue one, whatever, right? Aspartame, if they still call it that anymore. All those ingredients I just mentioned are in addition to the enriched flour, the bleached flour, right? The actual sugar that was already added on top of that. And then of course, all the other food colorings and preservatives, maltodextrin, right? Gar gum gum or whatever, and all the other things that are the foods we're eating out of our box foods, our canned foods, our freezer foods, our microwavable foods, all those foods that you're eating are directly killing your digestive tract and guess what they're doing? They're directly causing you to be sick. Change your diet. You don't wanna be sick all the time, change your diet. It'll help your gut, it'll help your liver. If you go outside, you get some vitamin D, take some vitamin D. You need some help, take some vitamin D and some liver boost. You want some more help, take the gut. We, have a, we even have a gut powder that helps repair your digestive tract for crying out loud. It's called gut. It's simple to find. Call it, search for gut at mswnutrition.com. I, I tell people to take two scoops in the morning on empty stomach. See if it helps your poops, right? Because all the other foods that are, you've eaten and consumed are causing damage. And it's causing direct damage. The omega-6s are not the omegas you want. That comes from like red meat and nuts even and the processed foods. You want omega-3s from fish oil, like fatty fish, salmon. Gluten, I won't even get into gluten too much, but gluten can cause something called zonulin to be released from your digestive tract that is found in things like leaky gut and irritable bowel syndrome and things like Crohn's and non-celiac as well, sensitivity. Zonulin is found to have inflammatory responses as well being released at the same time. They directly cause some things like omega-6s, directly cause some things like pesticides, directly cause some things like high fructose corn syrup. And all these things activate the release of something called leptin, 
which is released from fat cells. I've talked about leptin repeatedly. Go listen to our insulin resistance podcast. Leptin's bad. Our fat cells make this hormone called leptin. And if you make a lot of this leptin from processed foods and processed preservatives and pesticides, your leptin levels are found to be very inflammatory. And on a side note, one of the things that leptin does, it also suppresses your appetite. So you imagine people with obesity. I can tell you right now, there's a direct link to obesity and a compromised immune system. It's leptin. Leptin is a missing link between obesity and a compromised immune system. So I'm saying when I say change your diet, if your diet's making you sick, it's causing an increase of leptin, it's causing an increase of inflammatory responses in the body, all throughout the body, and it's causing your immune system to be compromised and you can get sick more often. I hope most of these things I've said have been eye-opening. I don't want it to be anything of a more of an informative, just nudge, awakening, something that tells you that we're thinking about it differently and we need to think about it this way. Or maybe if you don't agree with it, that's fine. But I'm telling you right now, there are things you can do that you can do that directly support your immune system. And taking antibiotics every single year is not doing it. And taking Claritin and Zyrtec every single year is not enough. You have to do more. And you and I both know this because I don't want you getting sick again and again. And if you get sick again after you listen to this podcast, listen to it again. If you got sick again, guess what? Take one of the supplements, right? You want more of an incentive? Go use code Nurse Doza. Take the D, right? I think that's a four-month supply. Liver Boost is a two-month supply. The Gut Powder is a four-month supply, almost the three-month supply, I think. You have almost a quarter worth worth in the year of immune system strength and support. I mean, come on. There you go. And then change your diet. Go to bed earlier. Take this knowledge and use it. Apply it. Reread the notes. Knowledge is nothing without implementation, but I believe you can do this. Until next time, class is concluded. Keep working on your health.